Hi everybody, a privilege as always to be with you to share some thoughts from the scripture and towards our discipleship in Jesus. Today's instalment in our series Fuel is Fuel to Listen. Now, I think it's all too easy to have missed some of the weightiness from this series because we're watching something and then we might make notes or not, uh, but then we don't have time to go and reflect on what that really means for our life. Uh, and I don't know about you, but I've struggled for space to be able to reflect, to slow my mind and my heart and, well, to, to listen to God. But we've been on quite a journey so far and each Sunday as we've gathered. Even the run of the past month of tracking the pioneer story in Acts, we had Philippa preaching on fuel to lead, looking at the conversion of Paul's soul, reminding us that we are called, chosen and changed to lead. New leadership in a new way for a new season is what Philippa said. We are called to lead. Then we had Nikki Gumbel who kindly took part in this series. I think the title was something like Fuel for Justice and Love. <laughs> it happened to be on Focus Sunday when he was preaching to the whole of the HTB network. But anyway, uh, um, amazing preach. Oh my word. He said this, we need an all out war on poverty and racism. Our motivation is the love of God. Our model is the humility of Jesus. Our power is the Holy Spirit. Wow. Like a summary of Acts. Then last week, my friend and colleague Phil Hoyle brought us a message, Fuel for New Church. He challenged us with what it means to be the church, reminding us that we are all commissioned, all given permission to give our ideas a go, especially when it comes to blessing our neighbours and sharing Jesus. What you call yourself matters less than who you actually are. God leads, people label, but you can be liberated, he said. And you know, Phil Williams, our rector, keeps reminding me and many of us with this passage from Hebrews 10, verses 24 to 25. Let us consider how we can spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, but encouraging one another. Yet in the message translation, it cleverly says, let's see how inventive we can be in all of this. You're part of being disciples of Jesus, who are the church, is looking for adventures in faith so that others may come to know Jesus, so that we might grow and mature too as we go. You know, Christianity is not pie in the sky when you die, it is steak on your plate while you wait, or the appropriate vegetarian or vegan uh, kind of option, of course. Acts is an adventure story, and yet it only tells one of the many stories that were happening at that time in the early church. Other apostles, named and unnamed, were taking the gospel out from Jerusalem to Samaria and the surrounding regions and out to the ends of the earth. Well, today we're going to look at another encounter in Acts. This one that Paul and his apostolic band had, which very helpfully included the writer Luke. He's the writer of Acts and the Gospel of Luke, and he's the reason we're able to pick up on this brilliant intelligence for our lives today. This shows us that God has fuel to help us listen, fuel for the power to listen to others and to listen to God. So let's read together from Acts 16, uh, starting at verse six. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phyregia and Galatia, having, kept being, having been kept sorry, by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mycenae, they tried to enter Bithynia, 
but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mycenae and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So first of all, I have a question. Are you listening? Are you really listening? Now, listening is a powerful thing. In today's day and age, it's a profound and often underestimated gift. Listening well is like a superpower these days in a world that is either not listening or desperately confused as to who to listen to. Listening is deeply commodified in the Western world. It's wrapped up in consumerism that means we ask or think things like, what am I getting out of this? Or, or, or people use phrases like, that's time I'll never get back, which I don't think makes sense in the first place, but let me know if you manage an occasion when you do get time back. You know, the average length of a pop song now is one minute and 13 seconds less than it was 20 years ago. You know, it's coined the Spotify effect, and it goes to show a measure of how we literally, you know, in mainstream society and culture, are worse at listening than ever before. Now, this is the Chinese symbol for listening. Now, forgive me for my very poor calligraphy, especially my Chinese friends, but I found it a profound symbol, as it's made up of these various characters that each mean a different thing. The cross bit here means you. This section below it means the eyes. This line means undivided attention. And this part, heart. And then over on this side, it means ear. Now listening is about much more than just audio. Even seeing is a form of listening. You know, we want answers and to equate worth to things quickly. But, you know, in the Bible, in Proverbs 18, it says to answer before listening. That is folly. So the question is, are you listening or could you learn to listen better? You know, as we reflect on this account of Paul's vision, we find out that throughout Acts and other accounts throughout the church, uh, church's history, God wants to speak to his people and he wants to teach us to listen. He wants to fuel our listening. But here's my main point. The Holy Spirit is even better than... Oh, hang on, sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm just going to get this... Uh... Hello? Oh, no, it's okay, it's okay, yeah, it's okay, yeah. It's just, it's just an illustration, it's just an illustration, it's just an illustration, it's fine. Maybe, uh, let me just recap that. Here's my main point, the Holy Spirit is better than a phone. You know, it may be like a phone, a way to be in touch with the very intelligence of God, but, but better than a phone, better than maps, better than games with no prize or at least no eternal prize, better at connecting me to others, better at connecting me so that others can actually hear and then actually understand me, better at helping me rest, better at helping the world see and understand who I am, better at helping me read the Bible, better at helping me listen to God. You know, here in, in Acts 16, the Spirit allows Paul to hear the call of the Macedonian, 
Not because he had a phone, but because it was a supernatural thing. You know, the Spirit listens and helps us listen. And here's the thing in this passage, and in the sweeping mission of the Church of Acts, the Spirit is fuel for listening, so that we can be mobilised from the inside out. You know, listening in the way of the Spirit of Jesus finds the last, the least, the lost. It builds community, it births new church, it is courageous, it is revolutionary, not just for whole regions, but even for our own hearts and our own lives. Now his words and his life, his blood, his resurrection transform us. Now in Romans 10, 17 it says, faith comes from hearing and hearing comes from the Messiah. And it goes on to quote from Isaiah 15, uh, people who haven't heard will understand. And we find out what happens in Acts. You know, in Macedonia, what goes on to happen is some great new church planting, disciple making and transformation of community. And key in that is that the Holy Spirit fuels non-believers to hear and understand the good news of Jesus. But I don't want to spoil next week's instalment. This week, I want to leave us with some practical steps to start listening to God in this mission mode. Now, we all hear God differently. Some dreams and visions, some more practically, some occasionally, some a lot. You know, all of this uh, is about growing and, and about the, the area of the gift of prophecy. And, and yes, some here in a way that we might call them prophets, but, but God gives us all an invite to be prophetic, to practice the gift of prophecy, uh, because he wants to build up the whole church and speak to us all. So here are some tips, and uh, I also highly recommend the prayer course, uh, which I'm doing at the moment with an amazing group of people. It's been really great. Uh, like really enjoying doing that with you guys. Uh, and the prayer course, which many of you have done, is a great way of growing in a prayer life uh, in such a way that we can learn to listen to God with more maturity. So here we go. Number one, make time alone to read just one Bible verse or to look at a view. So if you're reading a Bible verse, read it slowly or looking at a view, watch it patiently. I suggest you set a timer. Start with five minutes and build up to trying to do this 10 minutes a day. And here's the key. Each time before you start, ask God to show you something because you are listening. You know, Samuel learned to say to God, speak Lord for your servant is listening. This is a great way to start doing that daily. Number two, make a friend. Do you know other people who hear God more easily than you? Or are they in a different season to you so can listen? Ask them to sit and listen to God with you. Compare and weigh what you feel God is saying and then talk to God about what you've heard. Number three, this is my favourite, go on a walk. It doesn't have to be technically a prayer walk, but go for a walk. As you go, note and list some of the things that you notice. And at the end, sit down somewhere quiet and ask God what he might be drawing to your attention and why. You know, listening leads to perceiving the presence of God. It is about listening for the kingdom of God. But you might say, 
and, and rightly so, how do we know it's God? Well, again, I point you to the prayer course. Uh, last week, we did a session that was really great and gave us an ABC filter uh, for how to be able to discern uh, the voice of God. A, advice. If you're unsure, get advice from another person that you trust. B, the Bible. You know, does this line up with scripture? And C, common sense, which is an underestimated gift uh, from God for, for, for use in the church, uh, but one that helps us to ground things with God well. You know, we want heavenly visions, uh, but we want them in the hands of the carpenter, Jesus, the first century builder. And what if I'm listening and there's no answer? Well, there's, there's no simple answer that I can give now to this. But as I come to an end today, let me say this, let's say this. You know, listening allows us to perceive that even the silence is not empty. You know, God is there, even without words. Even the darkness is not dark to him. You know, somewhere in between the need to hold on and, and, and the need to let go, God is there. You know, in the midst of despair or doubt, God is there. In the midst of hurt or, or loss, you know, God is there able to hold us. God's promise is, is not that he's absent but he'll come back soon. His promise is that even though it's not obvious, I am with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. I am listening to you. Jesus has a plan for us and a plan that we can listen to. You know, we get to join in with the mission of God and we should expect direction along the way because it's his mission and not ours. You know, my question is, are we listening? Are we, are we inviting the Holy Spirit to be even better than the, our phone and even more important than our phone in our life. You know, now as we, as we end, as we just worship uh, in response, as we come to God, uh, let's pray together. Lord, we thank you that you're here. I thank you that you are moving among us. We want to listen to you, open our ears to hear you. More than that, Help us to have undivided attention, Lord Jesus, for you. Open our hearts, open our eyes, Lord Jesus, that we might see you, that we might hear you, and that we might be together in this mission of